When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up? It's Friday. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It is January something. I don't know. I hate the month of January. Probably my least favorite month. I think I've made that clear, I think. January January fucking sucks, dude. Anyway, Jake's here. It's Friday. We got a bunch of fun stuff. We got a good show lined up. Let's listen to this song. I need a, I need a little more to get me going. Jake, how you doing? Good morning, Jim. You you came in nuclear Tuesday mode there. Oh uh, yeah, dude. I'm beat. I'm beat. I went to sleep at two AM last night. Woke up at what, like eight? I don't know. So six hours. It's not enough sleep for me. I'm an eight hosting. hour. I'm an eight hours guy. Yeah, we're hosting. So got worked and then we went we went walked on the beach. The beach is really nice. Took the dogs out, went to dinner. Uh, then we were playing games all last night. I had to record Six Pack Cinema, and then we were played games till like 1 a.m. Then I had to edit Six Pack Cinema and prep the show for tonight, so I got to sleep pretty late. So I'm tired. Hopefully I power through it. Yeah, I'm exhausted. We hope so, but maybe you're looking good. I'm going to be honest with you. You look like you got 15 in you. Oh, maybe I uh, fall asleep, and you carry the show. Yeah. Per usual, everyone at home saying. Um, that's nice, though. Got got the got the fam, fam played, jam in town. Played two new games that I had never played before. Bananagrams, okay. never played. I've heard of Bananagrams, never played for it. Okay. And then Luke got back from his trip from Peru and brought home this card game version of Monopoly. Mm. It's called like Monopoly Deal, and I was skeptical at first, but it's actually a real, real good fun time. Because okay. mon- regular Monopoly, like yeah, it's good, but it's not really that fun. I'm not a fan of regular Monopoly. I'll play it. I respect it. But I'm not actually going to sit down and play like a five-hour game of it. This is like their 15-minute rounds. They're real quick. There's lots of dealing and wheeling and dealing and strategy and stuff. Perfect mix of strategy and fun. Okay. 15 minutes sounds a little tight. Well, I think if you have like four people, like, yeah, you can do one round in 15 minutes. Okay. What do you mean by tight? Quick or... Yeah, like that. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd like a game to have a little more, a little more mustard on that. You know. Yeah. Well, it all depends. But I mean, you play like a bunch. Like it's like you're not. You don't just play once. Yeah. And you keep okay. track of keep track of who won. I won my first time ever playing. Wow. What about after that? We only played one more after that. So you didn't win again. No. Katie's dad won, and he did the craziest move in the world. Okay. It was I couldn't explain it because you don't know the gameplay, but let me tell you, no. it was wild. Okay. I I believe it. We were highly doubter, doubting, laughing at what the mistake he made, and then it turned out to win him a couple rounds later. You must have felt like a real Jake. No, no, I didn't. It was. I can't explain. I was going to try and explain it, but it's not worth explaining. How wow. was your? I was. I was wondering where your brain went there. You were. You sound. You like, went, You you sound like a robot right now to me. Let's see if we can talk through this. Oh, I think it's no. That's just your brain. I think your brain's shutting down. I don't. Something happened. I can't understand you. That's a good thing to do into a mic. 
<laughs> I don't know if you sound like a robot for the live viewers. Yeah, close out. Oh, and now he's gone. Now he's, I don't know if he sounded like a robot to you guys, but I'll edit in because we have his mic, and in his mic, he probably sounded like a normal human. Well, I'm going to edit in right here what he sounded like to me. Okay. Little, little technology, bud. Nice. You're good. That was funny how you sounded. You should have seen how you sounded. Did I sound like a robot too? No, you sounded very foolish. You sounded like noises that should never be made into a microphone. Well, that's what you, I was. I was mimicking what you sounded like. I know, babe. Yeah, you were full robot. Robot. It was kind of cool. If you talk like that all the time, we'd think you were a robot. Right. Some people may think you malfunctioned and are a robot. Or you were the only one that got it because it was the technology on your end. So then you sounded ridiculous because you came back just saying gibberish. <laughs> yeah, but I said I'm going to play. I already <laughs> yeah. told them. I, I, and the, when they're listening right now, they've already heard what I was listening to because it was so worth it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got anything? How was your day? I don't know, man. Oh, dude, I got I got tortured. I, 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 I went to the dentist again and they just pulled a prank on me. It was Truman Show. It was... um. They messed up the script um, to this episode of, of Jake's Truman Show. Oh, I thought they prescribed you something and like messed it up. Oh, no, no, no. I, I went in. I did, did a very normal dentist routine, the, the deep cleaning. If you don't like maintain your teeth well enough, they go in there, they go ham and, and just tear it up. And normally there's two of those. They do one side of the mouth, the other side of the mouth. It's like two hours each. So they, they did the first side. And like fantastic, you know, as every, everything I had signed up for that day. Um, the 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 technician asked a lot of questions about my job and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm asking the same questions, man." And then, so we finish up it was you know a nice two hours. Found out they they were going to Rocky Spring training, so we did some spring training talk. Arizona. And then they walked me out to the front of the door, and they said, "You're good to leave." And then right as I got to the front of the door, they said, okay, we're ready for him in the next room. So they brought me back in and did a whole nother procedure, not related to the teeth cleaning. What was this one? Do you know? So I basically had two, quantity two, two hour back to back dental appointments and I, the second one came out of left field. They started talking about fillings and stuff. I was like, I didn't even know <laughs> I needed any of this. And they're like, yeah, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah, why, why am I even worrying about having a second dentist appointment back to back right now? Why would I worry about that? Why would anyone worry about that? Um, so then, yeah, I buckled up again. And they, it would, it, you know what? Again, I think they printed like, Two separate, like when they were doing Jake's version of the Truman Show mm-hmm. for yesterday. Yep. They were like, oh, should we have him come into the dentist and he would just do like a regular cleaning today? Or, and no, and then another writer was like, ah, I think we should come in and have him do like the fillings thing. I think that'll be good. And then they thought they agreed on some, but they didn't. So they put both pages in. So then they just doubled down and did both. So I mean, like, it was like a four-hour dentist appointment. I like this isn't this doesn't happen to people. Yeah, only like if you have like a root canal or something major, should you no. be there for four hours? No, we did two C plus level dental appointments, and show me your teeth. Are they the cleanest they've ever been? Not really. I don't know. They're okay. They look. Do they feel good? Do it's you feel like nice you got, thing? Yeah, gaps between your teeth. That's what I was. I will feel say like. this from from where I was feeling yesterday at like six to now, I'm I'm very happy with that. But I mean, they were doing wild stuff, dude. I when you could smell the smoke from your teeth, it smelled like a campfire in my mouth because of the different drills they were testing out. It felt for a little bit. It felt like a Home Depot demo day where like the civilians can come in and just test all the different tools. Maybe that's did you have a crowd? Maybe they brought like all the assistants in and were like, "All right, we'll show you everything we can do on this one dude." Like I'm I'm thinking they got like a new batch of tools and they were like, "We need someone dumb enough to sit <laughs> in the chair for another 2 hours to just test all the different weapons on teeth." Like it, they found their guy. 
At one at one point, they were just wedging stuff in between my teeth. I don't think that was a study on anything. I think <laughs> I think that was just the point they were like, like they did maybe one they're of their, seeing if you were alive. Know how you're doing some pranks to someone? Like it, maybe it was a teacher in school or or a buddy or not a buddy, and then you do the one prank that like it feels too far, so you like come back from it. Mm-hmm. I I think that was the wedging stuff in between my teeth, and they were like, "Wow, this kid will just sit here all day. Yeah, we they gotta were, get him out of here." They were waiting for you to to be like, "Guys, what are you doing?" And you never did it, and they were like, "All right, we've gone too far." Yeah, or they like, were about to extract a tooth. If it was a like dentist episode of Scrubs, like the actual doctor would like poke his head in and be like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, wrap it up. Okay, good job. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Well, glad you probably made their day, which is nice. So of you. yeah, that was a uh, that was a good time. That was a good time. Um, and I I think it's uh I don't know I I I it kills me that like the dentist office is one of those jokes that people just copy and paste. Like if you if you listen to five stand-ups, two of them, they're probably going to mention the dentist's office. Bill Cosby. Yeah, he's one of them. And it's, I don't know. Like, I've in my head, I've mentally been like, well, you you can't make any dentist jokes because everyone makes dentist jokes. And now, here I, here I am. The Truman Show is testing me on that. So uh, that's where I was. And then I did watch... Uh, that uh, that Guido comedian Sebastian Man- Manicalso. How is it? It was good. Okay. It was good. He he doesn't. Um. I'm, I needed more from your answer for me to check it out, so I'm not going to check it out. Okay. Uh, because I'd I'd only I've never watched a full stand up from him. I've just seen like the. I don't use Facebook anymore, but I feel like my final days on Facebook, I would see anyone Italian be like, "Oh, you need to watch this. It's Sebastian Manic Manicalso." Talks about Christmas dinner, and it's like, hey, you know, how many meals are we having today? You know, I've got, I'm counting more fish than at a, than some hippie talking about how many concerts he's been to. And yeah. it was, it wasn't all that. I mean, he, he did, he did good real life stuff. He, he obviously plays the Italian card a little bit, which gets him some popular. There, there was a couple, there's, there's one that got me. I'll, Jakey, Jakey reveal comedians. That's that's a new segment on this show. Um, he did you just one that, tell their jokes. He did, yeah. He did, he did one that one that got me good. He was talking about he's talking about parenting now, and obviously like different from his parents. Blah blah blah. That whole spiel. And he was talking about well, there was a car repair joke that was good. I won't do that one. The one that just hit home for me. He was talking about <laughs> like if if a kid rides a bicycle home now and they like hit a nail. Like, you're supposed to be, be like, you know, oh, well, accidents happen, and the fact that you're okay is okay, and, you know, the the, the tire can be replaced, and, and we'll take care of it. And he goes, no, when I, when I, if I brought home my bike with a nail in the tire, and it was popped, you know what my dad say? He'd go, oh, it looks like you're walking this summer, huh, buddy? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that was the house I grew up in. So that's, that, that was a little relatable for me. But no, it was, it was solid. Yeah, uh, I, I I hear you. I I need like I'm not a stand up guy. Like I don't just watch any com- stand up, right? So I need rave reviews before I check it out. And and he he looks too sticky for me. He looks like he's laying on one thing too thick. Yeah, I I he's he's definitely trying to come away from that, and I think that's why he's getting more popular. He's like looked at as one of the the bigger names in comedy now. But he de- the the Italian jokes are definitely his crutch. Yeah. But that's fine. That's fine. Let's go into the news. Adam Adovino is going to be the first Yankee ever to wear number zero. They haven't had a player wear a single digit number since Derek Jita. Jita. So that's cool, I guess. I don't think it's cool. I think if you wear number zero, you're kind of a lame-o. The New Jersey Institute of Technology gets its ninth road win, Jake. They stymied Stetson in the second half. They beat him 82-59. to Some cheater on Bryant buried the go-ahead three-pointer with nine seconds left. Then another cheater on Bryant solidified the win over CCSU by blocking a shot with only a second 
to go. Hunterdon Central Wrestling wins top 10 showdown where no team has ever won before. I think they hosted it at a brand new site. And the Jets' Jalen Adams tackled the Patriots <laughs> tackled the Patriots mascot at the Pro Bowl to give the crowd some entertainment. Jets versus Pats, you know, he tackled the Patriots mascot. All in good fun, you know. Well, no, not for the chump who's in the mascot costume because he got sent to the hospital because maybe it's not a good idea when you're grown NFL athlete to tackle a guy whose only chance at being on a football field is to dress up in a clown suit. Maybe not the best idea to tackle him full force. So that's something that happened. A lot of good stuff here. A lot of good stuff. No, the only good thing we're going to talk about is that Jalen Adams thing. Did you watch this video? Yes. You watch, oh, you watched the video? That's all. Okay, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So he got this guy pretty good. Like, if you th- picture a human body inside the costume, like, it goes vertical to horizontal, just slams. And then yeah. the guy in the costume rolls over to his stomach, but he's in a he's in a Patriots costume, so you can't see. But he's got to be in so much pain just on his stomach, probably crying. Like, oh, 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 oh. I had to go to the hospital. Like, I th- I don't know. It was funny to me because, like, Jay Adams, you can't just tackle civilians like that, dude. Yeah, there's 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 a couple parts of the story that are a little suspect. Uh, I'll I'll say this with with how hard he initially hit him, I assumed that the mascot guy was informed, and it turns out he wasn't, and that's that is what it is. I will say, Jim, this kind of was on delay, like the. The the guy in the Patriots suit. This this happened a few days ago. This yeah, happened yeah. like yeah, we Wednesday. Didn't know, yeah, we didn't Tuesday. know he went to the hospital. That's the new part. So he did that the following morning, which, Jim, that smells to me like, hey, you know, I was in a mascot suit and an NFL player tackled me the other day. Maybe I should go check into the hospital. Oh, I thought you were going to say maybe he's he's sniffing around for like lawsuit type things. And yes, that's exactly what I'm oh, saying. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was Jor- the next day. Yeah, but he, what if you wake up and, like, now you can't bend? Like, something's wrong. Well, that's what he's going to be saying. Yeah, for but, sure. But the way he got hit, like, I think that can be the case as well. Jordan in the live chat said he definitely got the wind knocked out of him, which for sure. And, like, I haven't got the wind knocked out of me since I was probably sub maybe 18. That used to suck. And the wind knocked out of you? Man, I think yeah. that's the closest you can feel to dying without dying. The the guy got popped a little bit, um, but yeah, I I think it, it's a it's a little column A, a little column B. Like Jalen Adams, you have to know you can't do this even even if it's a fun thing for your Twitter and all that. Or like tackle him, but like grab him and bring him to the ground, you know, and like almost like yeah. a wrestling. Then do some moves like gently on top. Well, like it's a you mascot, can't... you got to be careful. You don't want to knock the the guy's head off because then <laughs> that's, that's the no, that's the number one sin of mascot world. Yeah, I mean he he hit him good. It was a tackle. Um, I, I don't think it was. Uh, he didn't pop him, pop him. Um, well, well, he, he tackled he, him. So I didn't know. It was a, a, like, he doesn't know who's inside. That could have been an 18-year-old girl, like fragile yeah. 18-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I was surprised, and that's why you just can't do it. Yeah, um, still funny. But, yeah, I think I think the fact we're talking about that this came out yesterday instead of instead of Wednesday, there's a, a little you suspect, but... um. Uh yeah, Jalen. Uh, that you you learn from that. Yeah. he's a kid. I mean, how old's that? Guy? How old's Jalen Adams? Twenty three. Yeah, he's pretty young. Any so, only any in his whole life, he's probably only hung out with people he could tackle. <laughs> For a chunk of it. Yeah. All right. I, there's nothing else. CCSU lost on like a buzzer beater, not a buzzer beater, but a last second shot. And uh, Adelvino's wearing number zero. We asked this question on Talking Yanks. Like, I wonder if anyone has ever asked to wear number zero on the Yankees before. Right. And I, I actually want to know if, like, I, w- I would guess no. I would guess the fact that they just gave it to him easily, and he's a relief pitcher. That's thirty-three-year-old relief pitcher. Like, I would guess no one's ever asked for it before. Yeah, and, I don't and, think people thought it was eligible. Yeah, interesting. Not really that interesting, to be honest. And it's Jamal Williams. We called him Jalen Adams literally the whole time. But that's the UConn point guard, and that's what. Wrote down. Well, UConn's uh, on the mind all the time. Yeah, uh, Jamal Adams. He's twenty three. He's a young, young twenty three. Turned turned twenty three in October. How old's um, Jalen Adams? Jalen Adams, I would guess, is twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, he's still in college. That makes sense. All right, cool. Well, 
poop on our face for calling him uh, the wrong name the whole time. Jalen Adams, also 23. How about that? Jalen Adams is old to be in college. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, a lot of guys do that. Did he redshirt? Um, I don't think he redshirted. He he turned 23 in December. So, but some guys some guys do that for eligibility and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Because most people graduate at 21. Yeah, 21, 22, depending where you're at that that May. All right, you ready for the national news? Yes, sir. Ten-year-old kid wins science fair by proving Tom Brady is cheat is a cheater. Kid, <laughs> we are uh, already new, buddy. Um, and a lot of NFL news. Larry Fitzgerald coming back next year in gym if he puts up a big year. Uh, 6,616 yards. He beat passing Jerry Rice for the number one receiver all time. Side note, if you don't know, that won't happen. Jacoby Brissett, I want to be a starter in this league. Me too, Jacoby. Me too. The Baltimore Ravens have reached a four-year extension with John Harbaugh. Everyone loves a Harbaugh, brother, Jim. Uh, the Cleveland Browns social media team DP story that came out yesterday for Dog Pound. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Chiefs hire Spagnolo, your old boy. This is almost tri-state area news. How about a little NBA, the all-star team announced? We got LeBron and Giannis being captains. And hey, UConn always on the mind. Kemba Walker getting the start in his adapted hometown of Charlotte. Jim, baseball news, free agent outfielder A.J. Pollock is heading to your Los Angeles Dodgers. Can't believe you're so dismissive of Larry Fitzgerald getting 6,616 6, yards in his 16th career. Why can't why can't you believe that? I guess I would say to you. I mean, I don't know. Plays sixteen games a year, so six thousand divided by sixteen is probably some number. Throw it's him like the ball. Four hundred twenty something yards a game, I believe. Yeah, it would be his best. It would be his best season by about five thousand yards. Yeah, it's not a real thing, but it did it did circle Reddit, and yeah, I think I think the the bigger thing there is like Larry Fitz is beloved. He's Done a lot of great stuff in football. He's he's got like a little kid story. He used to be on the sidelines. I I think he was at Minnesota Viking games and he was like Ball before we started using the dog to go get the the kickoff thing. Like we used to use little kids, so he used to do that. I don't think he was um, that little. I think he like while he was in high school, he was the ball boy and practicing with them, which was awesome. Well, yeah, it was like an evolution. He he got he worked his way up to there. But oh, um, that's cool. And then uh. Yeah, he. Uh, I. I don't know. It's a classic. You. You live too long, you become the villain, and uh, that's kind of where it's at. Like he's. He's not ring chasing. He's like a big part of the Arizona community. Um. He's. He's done for like two years now. The like I might retire. I probably should retire. Everyone thought he was gonna go out with Bruce Arians and Carson Palmer, and now he's hanging around to the point that like people are mocking him. So that's that's tough as an athlete. Who's mocking him? That's what this Reddit post is, Jim. Like that's that's not a realistic thing. I don't that's think they're like, mocking him that's like though. I think five it's just, years of football. <laughs> I don't think they're mocking Larry. I think it's just a joke. Like it's just. I mean, a little bit, but they're they're mocking him like coming back and still playing. Like, oh, you're coming back for one more season, Larry. You only need six thousand yards to beat the record. Oh, I think everyone likes him. I didn't take it as like anything negative to him. I just think uh, they've been doing like part of my take and a lot, a lot of those guys have been doing a lot of Larry Fitzgerald jokes. I, I think this is on the board there. Oh, yeah. Well, good guy. I thought so, everyone loved him. I didn't think he oh, they a- do, but they're like they're just mocking him a little bit. They're like the, the runs over Lair. No, I but, think he's going to get it. 400 yards a game. All right. I'm I'm happy for you. Rune form. We'll make we'll bet on it. Um, the Jacoby Brissett thing, you nailed it. Like uh, every NFL player wants to be a starter, Jacoby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has a little bit of an argument, but like he he played solid. Um, and I, but you know, hey, this is why you sign different contracts and stuff. And uh, we'll we'll see. 
Uh, I don't know. I like Indy's going to hold on to him because Andrew Luck can still get hurt and he's on his rookie contract. But uh, yeah, like cool, cool Jacoby. Yeah, I mean, how long is he going to be stuck in Indy for? I think his rookie contract goes through next year. I I got to double check the article, but um, and at that point, I feel like when your career ba- when you become like a backup for multiple years, you're a backup. How many? How I would I would be interested. How many? Like Aaron Rodgers backed up far, but he backed up far, and he was Aaron Rodgers. Like how many not high draft picks back up for three years and then get like he's our starter, he's our dude for a couple years. Well, that's the thing. I mean, he started fifteen games in twenty seventeen, um, but they were really bad. The Colts were really so- bad. Uh, yeah, but he, I mean, he wasn't overly bad. I, there was a lot of things on the team that were bad. And then before that, he did some good stuff with the Patriots. So there, I would it's, say this every, every couple years, there's one or two backups that play a little bit and then they don't get to get the chance to play. And then it's like, well, you know, like in 2020, like flash forward a year, we're going to be saying, uh, you know, the, the bills traded for Jacoby Brissett for him to fight for the starting job with yeah, Josh yeah. Allen. No, I was asking um, honestly, like how many quarterbacks have like become starters that weren't drafted to be a starter or traded to be a starter like in their first three years in the NFL. I know there's exceptions to the rule. Like, was Tyrod Taylor wasn't he a backup places before he got like his two year run on the Bills, or did they draft him? Tyrod, um, I'd I'd have to look it up. I I would say every every year or two, there's one or two guys that that are backups. They get the shot. Um, I, again, you're probably right. The success rate is little, but you still got to take take the shot on those guys. Yeah, but how I you mean, said yeah, it. T- Tyrod Taylor was a six-round pick. Um, I mean, Brissett was like a third-round pick. So, I mean, that you know, a lot of guys liked him in this league, and he, he's done some solid stuff. So, I don't know. It'll, it'll be – he'll go missing for a year. If he has, like, two big games for Indy next year or something like that, then it'll be like, wow, Jacoby Brissett's on the block. I wonder if, you know, does he have it figured out? What what team can he be good for? I um, remember when <laughs> Brissett started for the Pats and he was the third string starter because uh, Garoppolo got hurt. Brady got hurt. Garoppolo got hurt. So Brissett started, and it was a it was a Thursday night or a Monday night game. I was ra- I was riding Bart Bay Area Rapid Transport. Sure. And I was so interested that I watched that game on my phone just like third string starter on the pats like can can they do it with him and they did they beat whoever they played but yeah uh, and he it, it wasn't it wasn't actually good football either it was kind of no. like uh um no. i mean i will say this i mean just just clicking around league qb depth charts um i don't know if you're the jacksonville jaguars is he better than bortles kessler probably I think what you said is the best where he's going to get a chance to compete. Like no one's going to be like, yeah, Jacoby, you're our starter. Come here. We'll sign you for that. But he'll get a chance to compete against a middling draft pick or a starter who's like kind of not really working out. I think it's just like it's Jim, when you I I might send you this just because I think you'll be shocked because I think the first tier of quarterbacks is actually a lot better. Then it, then it, or let me say this: If you look at all the starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I think there's a lot better depth than there used to be. You used to see a lot of pretty mad guys in the but last I like, feel like three years. The backups, you used to see a team's backup and be like, "Oh yeah, that guy used to play a little bit." Blah blah blah. I think teams have now done this thing where they're like, "Well, if our starter gets hurt, we're screwed." Because the backup quarterbacks list is disgusting. Um, Matt Barkley, Brock Osweiler, like how many times have we needed to see these guys fail? Well, Hoyer um, and McCown are classic backups. Right. Like, yes, th- those guys fit the mold perfectly. T-Rod um, I mean, Taylor. Tarod Taylor is how you pronounce Tom it. Tom Savage. I mean, that's a little bit of a cop-out because Driscoll and Dalton got called into action, but like, Josh Dobbs for the Steelers. Like that guy's done nothing. I I'm going to show you. Eden. I'm going to show off how how bad my football knowledge is at times. Sure. Actually, maybe not. Tom Savage never heard of that person. No, I mean you're fine. He he's jumped in. He was an old pit quarterback. He jumped in 
you you would have caught him for the Texans once or twice when they did their like TJ Yates show. If TJ Yates got hurt, then it was Tom Savage. Um, but no, Jim, like that that's part of the point. Like um, the other I mean, one, like Cody Cody Kessler's been in the league for a while and he's he's done nothing. Like how how can you have him every day? Look look at the look at the Cowboys backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. I know that name just because I've watched Cowboys games, but. Uh, Nate Sudfield, never heard of him, had no idea Gino was in with the Chargers backing up Rivers, had no yep. idea. Uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser, I'd never heard that name before. Yep. Uh, and then that's all. I actually Notre know Dame. the rest of them. Mike Glennon, Tampa Bay, awesome, just throwing it bombs all the time. Sean yeah, Mannion, I mean, I, for the Rams, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, how many of these guys could you say could come in and confidently, like, give your team a chance to win a football game. Because that that used to be the barometer for NFL just the vets. teams. If you have a good team, just like the vets, like McCown, Hoyer, Flacco, just those guys who, like, w- you can trust them to not screw it up. Like, if, right. if they're, like, older and savvy, like, hey, just don't throw the ball away. Yeah, and that's I, – I, it's just shocking how few of those guys. So, I, I feel like Jacoby – like Jacoby's saying what you're saying, he's like, man, I gotta get, I gotta stop being a backup before I'm it turns labeled out as Brandon a backup. Whedon. Yes, that's 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 basically what I'm saying. Like he he's got to get out quick, so he he better. So I don't I don't blame him for saying like I gotta be a starter. Like push that narrative, Jacoby, because once you're a backup quarterback, you're a back, and it's not a bad thing. There's some stability there because you don't. There's no pressure. You can be terrible. RG three still right. getting paid, but uh, you gotta you gotta rid that real quick. Yeah. So, how about that? All right, let's do a quick little update on our one-and-done picks, Jake. Are you ready? uh, Jim, I don't want to bury the lead here, but... You want to pause the golf music? Yeah? I was too... You're going to pause the golf music after all that? It was already rolling for like 30 seconds. I thought your burying the lead was going to be about the golf, so I kept it going, but then it sounded like you paused because I did the music, so I fucked up, so now I'm apologizing. What's your... I mean, you're you're missing what this show should be all-encompassing is the Cleveland Brown story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally my bad. This Cleveland Brown story... Literally sports meeting a ridiculous story, and here it is. The Browns Um, are idiots. ESPN did a uh, like a deep dive insider article into the Cleveland Browns and just the mayhem that was Hugh Jackson, Jimmy Haslam, um, leading up to Baker Mayfield and now. But um, I mean, the story that came out yesterday was that they were doing like the social media team was in this like big, big like wide open projection area in the Browns facility, and they were talking about some of the Browns hashtags and stuff. And the Browns, uh, some of their fans like to hashtag DP for Dog Pound because that's the you know the nickname of their stadium where, where the fans hang out, et cetera, et cetera. DP also has another meaning um, if you, if you want to scour the internet for that uh, today. Knock yourself off. It's double out. penetration. Okay. Um, and... It was projecting like through the Cleveland Browns facility for like twenty minutes. They said, um, "Just, just internet porn." And it's, it's just one of those. You always hear it, and it sounds cliche, but you'll you'll hear someone like the Patriots, the Steelers, and they'll be like, "Wow, yeah, I, that's a top-down, well-run organization." And you're like, "I mean, how much does that really matter? Like, if the owner's trying to collect some change, but you got a good quarterback and a good coach, like." I don't know. Things are going to normally work out decently for you. Um, I mean, the Browns are example 1A in the opposite direction, that if you, if top-down you are inept, then it just leaks throughout the whole organization. Like, no one can save it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just yeah, I, this just is incredible. This is such a... I believe this story so much because, like, uh, my dad listened to the show, and, like, I taught my dad Twitter and how to search hashtags and stuff. Right. But he's still, like, he knows what he's doing now, which is more impressive than many other, like, like my like other dads, I'm guessing. Adults. Yeah, adults or, like, you know, 50 plus. But there's people there that, like, 
they get told this. Oh, dude, check this out. You can just throw a hashtag in and we have an algorithm that will just display every video, GIF, uh, what picture that people are talking about with this hashtag. So we do Cleveland Browns. Do it. Because that's how I taught my dad how to watch why Twitter's great during sports events because you just find the hashtag for that game and then you can find what everyone's saying about it. And there's jokes. There's funny things that you don't notice. It's great. But I can see someone telling this in a, the Browns office and they're like, oh, great. This is awesome. And they don't really know how the internet works. Like they're not, they're, right. they're not on the internet, but they know this. So like, let's do dog pound. And they, but they're like, because they don't spend on the internet. So they're not f- familiar with how popular <laughs> that like, and how like rampant porn is on the internet. Mm. So I, I can see this happening. Uh, it sucks that there wasn't anyone in the building. Those that said, no, don't do this, but. No one was high enough that could step in and say something, and that's where that's where the top down thing shows out. Um, Browns are going to be so beloved next year, and and hopefully for a bunch of years. So hopefully, yeah, I think bikers the truth. Biker started it already. All right, little, say uh, Baker one more time. Biker, biker, biker. And I just want to hey give Kemba Kemba starting the All Star game. My uh my little guy from UConn. He, he gave us a national title. Always undersized. Luckily, the league came around that being undersized helps. But, dude, he's also tearing it up, Jim. It's, um, I don't know, a, a, a dedication to hard work, kids. Kem- Kemba's thir- second through fourth year in the league, so three straight years, he averaged, like, the same numbers, like 17 points, 17 points. He started shooting some more threes at a better clip. He went from 17 to 20 to 23 to 25. So work hard, kids. Well, uh that? We we had brunch with Kemba once. It was really nice. We had brunch with Kemba once. At the casino. Yeah. All right. The golf picks. After day one, Jake's pick, Brandon Snedeker, is four under on the day, tied for 27th place. And John Boy's pick, something, a first name and the last name Cantlay, couldn't lay in a putt. In his first couple holes, and he is plus two after day one in tied for 133rd place. That's your golf update. Some other people had Cantlay in the thing. I think one of the person had Cantlay. Someone else had Snedeker in the group. Yeah, we got a couple Snedekers. We got some Leishman, some Fanaus. Um, Cantlay got screwed, man. They, they He had to start on the back nine. Which he's like a he's he is a dude of rhythm. He's like Mike Messina. Like don't mess with my my vibe. Don't mess with my juju. Don't mess with my routine. He's a scientific golfer. They started right. him on the back nine. He went like bogey, double bogey, and then a bogey later on. The then when they put him on the first nine, he was like, okay, it's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. Zend out. He got what? He got two birdies. To go to, to go get it down from four over to two going over. Pan- You're going through last place Patrick Cantlay's full round right now? Is that yeah. what we're doing? Yeah, and then he he okay. parred out, Jake. So I'm saying he's fine. He he regrouped, he recovered, and today he's going to have a great day. He's probably going to finish one under, make the cut, and then you don't even want to be next to him Saturday, Sunday. Jim, I've got one thing that I, I think if you – you, if you let me go right after, you'd have even more ammo for that fire. Um, so this is a funky event in that they actually play two different, two different courses. courses. Yeah, and the winner for the last couple of years has always started on the uh, south course, I think, or the or one so, of the courses. So Cantlay was on the tough course. So you just say today he's coming in on the easy course. He's oh, gonna I know. Light it up. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I would open with that instead of going through. He finished with a lot of pars. He was on the tough course and the back nine of the tough course. Oh, I know it, sister. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to get the league up, but we'll do it Monday. We'll do a little recap. We can't spend too much time on this, but it is a fun thing that people are doing with us. And I think if you missed out on today, you can still join for like next weekend, right? Yeah, and we uh, we got 35 people in the league right now, which is pretty fun. And yeah, we're wh- whoever wins, we'll get you something. Jimmy will probably get you an ugly picture of me or something. No, we're we going to make a shirt. Tiger Woods in there, Gary Woodland. You're going to get a fun novel shirt, novelty shirt. Novelty shirt. Of a John Boy and Jake Radio shirt. All right, let's, uh, where's my, where's my button? Where's my, oh, the other story, dude, that I wanted to talk about with the Browns that came out in that long article 
was sure. that uh, Hugh Jackson got fired. And after getting fired, he was so mad about being fired, he told the GM, get the fuck out of my office. Yeah. And the GM's like, uh, get the net. You just got fired. Yeah. No, no like not, I, you're not. I'm firing you, sir. Yeah. Because you're so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite Wayne's World scene. I lost you two months ago. Are you mental? We broke up. Get the net. Hugh, it's not your office anymore. Made me laugh. There's the half halftime, Jake. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I uh, I mean, after you can imagine after my dental fiasco yesterday, like my day was done. Like it's not like, oh, should I watch this game or should I? Uh, no, oh, do I want to get a quick workout in? Like, no. When you do a double dentist appointment, you're done. So mm-hmm. I I called it pretty early. I got decent night's sleep. Um. In, in comparison to, to normal. So I, I'm starting to feel that energy a little bit. Got the got the hunger kicking in my tummy. Um, and yeah, I guess, am I getting excited for the weekend? Are you getting excited for the weekend? Kinda. I like I like doing nine to five to the weekends. We have like two more, more, I have two more months where I don't have to work weekends really. So that's exciting. Today right. we're going, like after I edit this and get some clips ready, we're going to Red Bank and then we're going to Asbury Park. So I got a full day ahead of me. So what's the first place? Red Bank? Red Bank. It's where uh, my sister Elizabeth was born. Red Bank Hospital. Red Bank. So it's a town. Yeah. The bank of the uh, Navasank River. There's a big bank there with not like a bank with money, a bank of water. Nice. It's it's a cute little downtown. And then we're going to Asbury Park, which you know of uh, to do some fun stuff. So, yeah, I got a fun weekend ahead of me. That's about it. Nice dog. We got we got some fun stories here, so I'm gonna let's just end this half time and it. go into it. Oof, sounded loud. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. Senate has proposed. Get some gusto. Fucking loser, Jimmy. Senate has proposed a bill that will ban dwarf tossing at bars in Washington State. 2019 and dwarf tossing is out. A 34-year-old man wrecked his home with an axe and his car with an axe after he thought his wife damaged his action figures. A teen exposed a teacher that he was sleeping with after she refused to pay $140 worth of blackmail. Those teacher salaries sure will get you. Period parties are becoming a smash hit. Young girls, hope I get invited to one one day. A bomb squad came to examine a suspicious package near the Nebraska Capitol to find it was a bird in a box. A Detroit family was kicked off a flight from Miami for having terrible body odor. They say it was because they were Jewish. And Johnsonville sausage may have rubber inside, which uh, isn't food. So it's a bad thing. I read the news today, oh boy. Some good stories here. This has been a good week for weird news. Pretty good week for weird news. Um, Where do you want to start? Hmm. Uh, I want to hit the body odor one quick. Okay. Um, well, I have just the thing for you. Okay. I have the audio of the man who got interviewed. Okay. And I have so many takes on this. So you tell me what your general thoughts are before I hit you with the heart. Or do you want the hard-hitting facts of it first? Uh, you you go. You're, you're, you're the orchestra leader, kid. Okay. So here's the audio of this guy who got called out. Him, his wife, and his 19-month daughter... They kicked him off the plane. They said they were too smelly to fly. They are Jewish. So they're saying it was because they're racial. There's a really funny aspect. I'm going to play an audio clip of the guy talking about it. And it's just so funny because he's like, they said we were smelly. So we got body odor. We had to get off the plane. Embarrassed us in front of everyone. And then there's a clip where he's recording a security guard on his cell phone. And he's like, what is this? This is crazy. This is terrible. Blah, blah. And uh, he goes, they said, we don't have odor. And the security guard just kind of like rolls his eyes like, okay. And he goes, don't do that. Don't make that face. We don't have odor. 
this is not because of that. This is because of religious reasons. And the, and the, the security guard goes, so you said it was religious reasons is why you can't shower? <laughs> the guy's like no we shower every day (laughs) but real good retort by the security guard it wasn't because of the odor we it's because of religious reasons oh you don't shower for religious reasons so i'm gonna i'm gonna play the audio less than two minutes after we sit down somebody from the from the airlines i don't know i don't know if it was a fighter comes and goes there's an emergency you guys have to come off the plane he said there were people on the plane complaining that you have bo our our crew members smelled it and our pilot smelled it and when the pilot says we can't let you fly in this plane because the bo is too bad you have to calm down i have to calm down i have eight children at home and there's a religious reason for some reason that they're kicking me off the plane we don't have odor okay Nobody here has odor. Oh, stop. Give me that. Oh, stop. Okay. Now, you told me for religious reasons you don't shower. Is that what you said? No, I didn't. I shower every... They're going around pushing their nose like, whoa, whoa, it smells it. And those were the managers. I asked if there anybody on top of them. And they're going, no, we're the managers. And that's what they were doing. They were embarrassing us in front of everybody. So, yeah, this guy, dude, this, this sucks because let me tell you something, Jake, right now. These guys smell. So it wasn't religious reason. It was a smelly dude. And he doesn't know he smells. And there's nothing sadder than that. Because you're always the last to smell your own scent. But I have something to say. I feel like society is at its nicest and whole and most like self-contained on airplanes. Everyone. Uh, I, I got to stop you there. To a degree. Well, once, let, it let crosses, me give... once it crosses the line, everything falls apart. Yes, I agree. But like, so like, if there's a crying baby... Everyone's just like, okay, like just suffer through it, go through it, sit down, like get through it. If there's, uh, I feel like people are always helping unload things, uh, switching seats. Like I feel like it's kind of society in general is nice when you really break it down. And there's some bad eggs. But for the whole plane and the flight attendants to all agree that this was an odor based situation. And for not usually when there's viral videos, there's always one person. This is wrong. What you're doing to them is wrong. And there's no one standing up. These guys smelled. They smelled bad. Yeah, this is a no doubter. This is a no doubter because no one just gets kicked off a plane for being Jewish. No. But you do get kicked off a plane for being smelly. Oh, yeah. And uh, if it's the whole fam, so that that's the interesting dynamic to me. Like, why is this whole family smelly? Is there something we don't know about, or is it the dad just being super smelly? Maybe he's a good dad. Maybe the daughter has this like smelly disease, and he's just trying to stick up for her and be like, "No, no, you don't smell, babe. They're not That'd talking nice, about you." So I'm I'm now I've given him a good guy dad out. Um, you're not getting the Jewish way out. I'm sorry. No, you can't play that card here. Um, that good smell, it's tough realization. Because he's he's like, he's really going in front of the cameras to plead his case. And I want one of the reporters, like, I want them to send it back up to the, the booth. And one of the, the guys in the booth go like, hey, John. Oh, John's our local cameraman on the scene. John, John, did he smell? And then the cameraman's like, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need, uh, we need. You're right. You went the camera crew there. Give us a couple people on the plane. Let's, you know, if this guy wants to do this song and dance, let's get a couple people up there testifying in front of his face how smelly him and his family are. His wife said that after they got off the plane, they walked around the airport walking up to people like, sorry, this is weird, but can you smell us? Do we smell bad? And again, in an airport, no one's going to be like... Yeah, you actually do smell bad. Let's and then and then like con- you just be like, no, you're fine, and walk away. I think you try your hardest not to address it because out out. So a couple things you said inside of the airplane, society is a good place, and you're right because little gestures go a long way on the airplane. You you help someone lift up their bag, or you get out of the way for them to get in their seat. You're right, like that's nice. The crying baby example, I think that's a toss up because you say like, oh, you know, people just sit there. Well, you have to. And then if you if you don't, if you make a scene, now you're making a scene on an airplane and you're the bad guy. So I'm so saying it takes a lot that, for people to make scenes. When you're outside of the airplane, when you're in the airport, I think those rules go away because you've got people rushing to their terminals. You don't know where people have to go. You don't know everybody's agenda. So I think outside of there, the rules are gone. Well, I mean, picture yourself like walking around an airplane, air, airport. Like I, I'm head down. 
I'm just doing my own thing. Someone could walk up to me with a handful of horse shit, put it in front of my nose, be like, hey, real quick, real quick, buddy, does this horse shit smell bad? And I'd just be like, no, 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 it's fine. And then like not break straw. Yeah, you just walk past. Yeah. I don't even think you acknowledge them. You almost, I think you give like the scared deer look. Like someone's trying to talk to me in an airport and you just keep yeah. going. You're like playing a catch. So imagine this husband and wife walking up to you, like putting their scent on your nose. Like, do we smell bad? No one's, no one's stopping to smell. And, no, and and if yeah, they you do, just keep it, you just keep it moving. You yeah. just assume that's a crazy person, and you keep it moving. So it's, I don't think they were getting the like, oh, you're fine, and keep it moving. I no. think they were getting, you guys are clearly insane. Keep it moving. Yeah, it's tough break when you find out you're smelly. Tough break for the daughter. You don't bounce back from that. She's young. She's unless, young even unless you go to a period party and you just build yourself back up. Yeah, that one comedian. Brent Craig, like I always mess up his name. He talked about a joke about his they threw a period party for his daughter. It's like uh, to take the shame out of having your period, and when your daughter has her first period, you throw a party like to celebrate her womanhood. I actually love it. I think it's like great. It's just a funny. It's a funny headline. I think it's really good. Yeah. The, the other one I want to talk about is uh, this man, thirty four years old, wrecked his home with an axe, wrecked his car with an axe, because he thought his wife damaged his action figure collection. And uh, I'm going to strike a serious tone here, Jake. Okay. If she wrecked his action figure collection, then yeah, he can wreck her prized possessions. Say she loves her car. He loves his action figure collection. I don't care that what he loves is weird, and you might make fun of it. She knows that's what he loves. And she probably knew to hurt him where it hurts most. She goes after the action figures. And he's if, he, if his retaliation is to hurt what she loves most, and it's her car, that's fair game. All's fair in love and basketball. Jim, Turns out got- she didn't. It's, I think she didn't damage. He just thought she damaged them. <laughs> so he got arrested. We've, we've got a couple interesting dynamics here. We've got the 46-year-old wife and the 34-year-old husband. Mm-hmm. So we've got a 12-year younger hubby. Mm-hmm. Probably 22 um, and like 34 when they got married, and he was like, yeah got me and she was like yeah got me and then the age as you grow the age gap starts going you're like oh this kind of sucks now that's what i was gonna say i think this is the first part i think this was their first time where the age gap was really affecting their relationship and so she was like i'm you know i'm gonna take a small small blow at one of the action figures like no she said something about the action figures It, it looks like he was drinking so he had a little too much booze so she said something over the line about his action figures, and he snapped. Yep. Um, so I think that's when you just shake hands and you say, oops. I only drink out of one cup. have another kid to get through it. I only drink out of one kind of cup, a Burger right. King cup, since I was seven years old. I'm a weirdo. I didn't really re- realize how bizarre this was until we had to explain it to a guest at Christmas because my dad got me to for Christmas, and I was really excited. 1994 Burger King cups that came with Happy Meals. Only cup yeah. I've drank out of for like... Like in my own house, that's what I use. And right. uh, like, if Katie really wanted to, like, if we got, she wanted to, like, be mean, she would smash my Burger King cups. Right. And then I don't know what I'd have to go find something she loved. But that would be like a thirty-year-old man upset because his wife smashed his Burger King cups, and I'm gonna be like, ha ha ha, what a loser! You don't know how much I depend on these cups and love them. I'm not going to knock this guy for getting mad that he that she smashes action figures. Problem was she didn't smash the action figures. He just thought she did. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The booze, man. The booze. Bomb squad examines suspicious package near Nebraska Capitol, finds bird in a box. Now I read this story. They saw a guy run up to the Capitol with a box, place it down and then run away. So they they barricaded the whole street and said Get away, get away. And that's like smart move. And then yeah. as they got closer, they x-rayed it, and it was a bird, a, a live pigeon. It was in a box. Now, was this a bird box? More viral marketing for bird box? This is just a misunderstanding. Um, this gentleman had uh, this pigeon, got way too close to him, whether it got in his vehicle or something like that. I don't fully know. Um, but... Basically, he was at the point where he's like, I I have to catch this bird. So he caught the bird and he was and then he did the the movie where you, you see someone with their arms out running with something they don't want in their hands and they're like, "Oh god." So he just he just put it down and he's like, "I got to get out of here." Like I I just caught a pigeon in a box. I'm gone. 
And it was just, it was unfortunate, the location of it. I only have one thing to say to you, Jake. Sure. About what you just said to me. And okay. I am stalling right now. So no I, way so are I you can, procrastinating by talking sh- in that tone yeah, yeah. I just of have, voice. I just have one thing in response to what you just brought to the podcast on the Bird Box story. Sure. Are you looking for... Genius, genius, genius. I thought that's what you're... Oh, I thought that's what you were going for. I was just about to say it. The fat guy from Big Daddy or whatever. Yeah, that was the best. Uh. That was the best. That was the best breakdown of what probably happened here. If a bird got into my backseat of my car and I had to catch it, I'd be doing the armed out stretch. And as soon as I put it down, knowing that the bird can fly out of the box, I'd sprint away. It'd be, uh, yeah. that, was, that was so smart. I'm a part-time detective. That's you know what that- happens when you're, when you're kind of on a hot streak with a lot of things you're doing in your life. Ooh, that's ooh. how you end up, ooh. you know. You have better that confidence. Day, it's the better today. Better today. Better today. He's on a hot streak. Another one in a row streak for Jake. Most importantly, he does not have to do an episode in a full accent next week. He's 2-2 two and two on the week. Coming off his 0-5 week last year. His total record is now... Five and seven, I believe, while I am sitting at six and six. I'm one for my last five. Jake is two for his last five. Yeah, Jim, we we gotta talk, bud. I'm because you it. are freezing cold. Have I got a win this week? In the past in the past what, seven days, I'm hotter than you, and you've been all over me. You're so cold. You're in a, you're in a pit. You're in the pit, buddy. I said this yesterday. I had a lot of You're pressure. You're living me. in the pit. I'm living in the pit, Parks and Rec. I'm two for my last three. Okay, enjoy the free money, people. Bet you, the tax return. You are two for your last three. What do you got for us today? Well, Jim, I want to do. I wanted to to see if you what kind of blood you had going today. Blue. See if you wanted to go double or nothing. With the accent? With the accent. I don't know if double or nothing. But I guess you'd have to oppose me. And then with that, if you agree with me, that could end up with us doing a double accent show. And I don't think the people want that. I got to know your bet. No, I think accent's off, man. We can't just give the people, we can't just give people what they wanted. It runs over. One and four, four and one. Every week. Yeah. Until it happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know my record on this week, though. I'm, I, am I 0 for 4? I think you're 1 for 1 for 3. 1 for 1 and 3, 1 at 1 for Wait, 4. Wait, that means I still have a chance to get you. No, no, no. It was on your picks. N- yeah, but that was the reverse bet. I said if you go no, no, it 1 was and if, 4, no, I, I, you do an accent. No, I won. They were all on your picks. I won if you went 1 and 4. You won if you ah, went 4 and 1. Totally right, but I thought I'd get you. Um, well, Jim, you gotta know. You gotta know where the action is. You gotta know when to fold. And I'm talking NFL Pro Bowl. No, I didn't look that stuff up. Um, that's, I mean, that's the real sick stuff. I mean, I'm just so excited. I want to do one tonight. Yeah, I, I think Friday has to be Friday. Better the Friday's day has to be Friday. Better the day has to be better the day. Look at my arms right now. Um, Jim, and where am I hot? Big Ten. Big Ten. More specifically, Big Ten basketball. My, Mich- my Michigan teams are hot, Jim. And who's rolling it out tonight? You know what's but you know what's Wolverine. fucked. No, it's fucked. I shouldn't have interrupted okay. you, Mitch. I picked Iowa. Oh, I was thought I was supporting Mitch. No beer right. in heaven. And then he came back to bet the farm on Michigan State. Yeah. He's an Iowa fan, right? Yep. If I had known Iowa fans were down on Iowa, that's intel I this, should have had. This is what I'm trying to tell you, Jim. And you you didn't you you poo-pooed this theory, but when I was cold, like as cold as you are right now, I know that's 
kind of impossible. But um, anything I was going to say, you were going to look at the other side. In the, min- the Minnesota bet was the perfect example. You're like, oh, Minnesota hasn't done this. Minnesota hasn't done that. It was just because I bet on them. So you, you need to free your mind of Jakey Demons. Because I know I'm swimming laps in your head right now, but you need to know this. Michigan minus four at Indiana is like free money. You're what's walking the, down the sidewalk. What's the actual name of the Big Ten? Why doesn't it come up on ESPN? Um, what are you looking up? It's It offers me A-10, ACC, A-Sun, American East, American Big 12, Big East, Big Sky. They just don't have it on ESPN? Have they banned you because the, the league is just scared of how poor you're betting? It's pissing me off. Anyway, Michigan at Indiana. Give us it. I won't interrupt you. Well, we'll, we'll see if that comes true. Um, Jim, Michigan is going to Indiana, a team that's... In, Indiana's been trying to be fringe top 25. Uh, got a guy, Romeo Langford. You might see him in the draft next year. Jim, I just think minus four is disrespectful to this Michigan team that's got one loss. And they've, you know, Minnesota I knew was going to play them tight, and that was their scare. Like, whoa, we're at home? Minnesota gave us a game? Now they know we got to go on the road. we are got to turn it up against the Hoosiers. Because you go into Indiana knowing it's going to be a game. It's a historical arena, but they're just a much better team this year. So, Jim, Michigan probably ends up winning by 9, 10, 11. Spread's only five. Hammer the Wolves. Why is the spread only five, Jake? What do they know? And that's the the other question, and I love that's the way you need to be thinking, Jim, because Vegas always knows more than us. I mean, look at Indiana's. They're coming off five losses in a row, and yep. they're losing. They they had won seven in a row. Indiana had won seven in a row until they went to Michigan, and Michigan beat them up by 11 points. And since then, they have not won. Right. So here's the story. After Michigan, they play Rutgers. They'll win the Rutgers game, and it'll be like, okay, Michigan sandwiched our losing stretch. Our first loss of our losing stretch was to Michigan. Our next loss was to Michigan. Then they're going to beat Rutgers, Indiana. They're going to have a great game versus Michigan State. But they're not beating Michigan. I'm with you. So... Jake is stupid, but he's smart. That seems... Too close of a line for me. Jim, you know why Big Ten didn't come up for you? Why? Because they write out the word 10. No, no. So Big 12 is in numbers, Big East, Big Sky, Big South, and then Big 10 is in letters. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No, it's dumber than that, dude. It's dumber than that. I I just didn't scroll. That's what I'm saying, though. It's because it's in letters. Yeah, you yeah. understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it would be by Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. Big 12, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I have the line where I'm looking at four, and you're looking at five. So what are you taking at? Oh, I sorry. It is four. I, in my head, it's so free money, I was willing to up it to five. But I guess technically in Vegas, it's four. So <laughs> Mich- Michigan will win. I, I'm, Michigan's going to win by double digits. If if you're really trying to make some cheese, throw that bet in. Is there. Michigan but. have a does Michigan have a player out? Like no, what? man, I think it, Indiana's just desperate, so they're they're banking on that. Tickets are expensive. Michigan's probably the best team in the league, so they're I they're saying that they're going to get amped up like if they get this one, then they can really turn their season around. They got a tournament win. But uh I think Michigan's uh Michigan could be Probably a one seed this year. James. I love, I love hate watching, but it's also love watching. I, I don't know if I hate watch him or I uh, love watch him, but that dude on Michigan, number thirteen. I, I don't, I'm not gonna pronounce the name right. Ignis Brazdikis. Mm. Is that how you say it? You were there. What is he? Oh, okay. He is a classic bully. From a 1995 movie that was made for TV, 
and like he's like he was probably uh he was uh on team x blades and brink mm. like he's just a, a dumb punk Ooh. goober bully from a 1990s movie that's what he looks like and i don't know if i love it or hate it right but i've watched i think he's i think he's canadian yeah so he's probably super nice but i've watched three michigan games this season i don't know i watched them versus yukon i watched the last time you took him in a bet and i watched another one and i just like my eyes can't not watch everything this ignis brazdikis motherfucker does mm. so he's born born in lithuania and then he, but he's technically canadian so yeah he's got i don't know get him on the knicks porzingis needs more lithuanian friends on the knicks so how how is Lithuania like, like, Zingus got swagger. Right. He shouldn't have it. He shouldn't have it. Why? Um. I don't know. Maybe he should, but like, he, no, he shouldn't. This dude shouldn't, but he should. Lithuanians are are much are they they're so confident when they shouldn't be. From the two examples I know of the whole country is now I'm saying it's just a cocky country and they're so confident that it, it becomes, it works. You're dancing around something, but you're, you're going at it the wrong way that, that, that the seven, three star of the Knicks shouldn't be as confident or cocky as he is. And same with the freshman star player on, on one of the top college basketball teams in the country. No, I mean like the way KP like has picked up the Bronx accent or the New York accent and he'll just be like, fuck out of here. And like talk shit and and stuff like that. Like he just he's adap- the king of New York. He's okay, the best player on the Knicks. This is a better way to say it. Uh, they adapted to the spotlight with ease, coming from Lithuania, not speaking the same language. And this dude does the same thing every time I watch Michigan. Cameras all over him. He is like the dude. So what's it about these guys? Lithuania's got some swag. That's what we're dancing around. That's 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 what I'm saying. From the two yeah. examples, the whole country swagged out. There's there's a there's a couple other guys that are kind of swaggy Lithuanian basketball players, which you're right. There probably is a connect the dot, like the guy that runs the Lithuania basketball program or something. He's definitely like a peacock. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I have something real quick as I play this outro song, and this is you got anything else before we end the show? Let's let's hear it. All right, uh, I'm gonna make sure it's a real thing before I do it. Okay. Here we go. Best song ever to end the show. Thank you guys for coming up. The news is, and I, I don't expect anyone to run run here, but I put up a John Boy and Jake Radio shirt on the website because I wanted to order one for me and one for you. But if anyone's interested, it's a, it's a, it's a shirt with this song on it. It says Best Friends, and then in cursive underneath, almost like a cursive underline, in small print, says You're My Best uh, best friends, you are my fucking best friends. It looks kind of weird on the site because it looks like the font is too small. That's the way this website does it. It's kind of annoying, but I just want to let you know there might be more coming. The shirt of the day, if you leave a review, January is almost over. So if you leave a review in January, we will pick a winner to get the shirt of the month. Heels off. That's it. See ya. If you go to if you go to talkingyanks.com and search best friends, that's where you'll find it. it. Mesita, se